Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob, and we are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. That's what TireRack.com offers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We got Max Starks the fourth. Two-time Super Bowl champion, now Sirius XM NFL radio host, and Steelers sideline analyst join us at the bottom of the hour. It was supposed to join us a couple of days ago. Something happened. Couldn't no, he make stiffed it work. us. He stiffed yeah, us. Is that what it was? But uh, he'll he'll be here tonight, hopefully, and uh, we'll talk Steelers and NFL with him. But, Rob, you alluded to the uh, – NFL.com's quarterback rankings. 
And for those that haven't heard, um, I'll give you the top 10. Now, Russell Wilson was actually 11. But uh, top 10 would have been, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson was, yeah, he was 11. Top 10 was Kyler Murray at number 10. Dak Prescott. Kyler Murray's ahead of of, of Russell Russell Wilson. Wilson. Thank you. Thank you. I don't even think Dak should be ahead of Russell Wilson right now. Uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, number eight. Lamar Jackson, seven. Joe Burrow, six. Patrick Mahomes, five. Justin Herbert, four. Josh Allen, three. Aaron Rodgers, two. Tom Brady, one. Rob G, are these, I don't believe so, but are these projections for this it's season? Just coming into the season. No, it's coming no, into coming the season. Into the they season. do a but weekly. This is what they feel. Yeah, they do a weekly quarterback index, and so you'll notice throughout the season, guys will go up and down depending on how they're playing. But entering right. the season, this is how they have them ranked. <sighs> I, I go ahead. Think this Let it out. Ridiculous. You got your panties in a bunch. I want to hear this. No, well, I don't wear panties, so okay. you save that with Joe description <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, I got some issues with a lot of it. Number one, I don't think I think Russell Wilson is still a top ten quarterback. Uh, I, I, you know, I like Tom Brady. Would I put him one? No, I mean historically, sure. But going into this year, nah. But I, I think Patrick Mahomes, Rob, is still the best quarterback in football. And what was a quote-unquote down year last year? He still balled out. I mean, his numbers last year were nothing to sneeze at. People act like he didn't get busy. He did. And he got his team to the AFC title game for the fourth straight year. Threw for almost 5,000 yards. I think was, what, fourth in the league in yards? Uh, almost 285 yards a game, uh, fifth in that, uh, 20, 37 touchdowns, 37 and 13 picks, and that's a down year. I really believe, and you can see it in the comment that they wrote in the article, and I'm going to read it, but I'm going to say first what I believe. I believe that Patrick Mahomes is a victim of, of his early success. The fact that his first year as a starter, he threw, what, 50 touchdowns? And now anything else, it's like, what's wrong with Mahomes? My goodness. You know, wins the MVP, went the first year as a starter, then wins the Super Bowl, and now everybody's expecting dynamite every week. And um, so people think he was really down last year. When I would argue that he wasn't. And uh, Rob, four straight times to the AFC title game. Some of the guys ahead of him. I mean, we know how we judge quarterbacks. We judge them to some degree, not uh, totally. But a lot of it's winning. Justin Herbert hadn't even been to the playoffs. And I like Justin Herbert. But what in the world? What in the world? Has Justin Herbert done to be ranked ahead of Patrick Mahomes? I said Patrick Mahomes had 37 touchdowns, 13 picks last year in what was considered a quote-unquote down year. 
Justin Herbert's numbers drop. 38 touchdowns, one more touchdown, and 15 picks. Two more interceptions. Threw for not even 200 more yards, like 150 more yards, roughly. Patrick Mahomes' passer rating was higher. And again, Herbert has yet to make the playoffs. I could go on. Joe Burrow's got an argument over Justin Herbert. He took a team to the freaking Super Bowl without an offensive line. So I just think that, look, if you want to argue Rodgers, I would argue regular season, Rodgers or Peyton Manning is the best quarterback ever regular season. Mahomes has been better, shorter sample size, but better in the playoffs. But if you want to argue Rodgers, if you want to give Brady, you know, some career accolades or whatever, but, but – but Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Josh Allen didn't even make the Pro Bowl last year. I mean, he was great in the playoffs, but he didn't. He was not nearly as good in the regular season as Mahomes. So that's my rant, Rob. I understand why you would feel that way, but I, I, the only thing I think that you're not being legit is. You're understating Mahomes' year last year, Chris. And I get the numbers. You can put them, pile them up, and look at the numbers. But this, this is why people look at him sideways. He threw interceptions in seven straight games, which was just not what people had seen from him. And they looked at it like something's not right here. Seven straight games, and he had ten picks through the first eight games. That's a lot of picks. And, you, and obviously, he, he was much better because what did he finish with? 13 picks, Chris? 13, right? 13. So he, he got better. But he had a start that was just mind-boggling and head-scratching. And entering that season, where I just gave you where he threw 10 picks in the first eight games, he had thrown six interceptions in his last six games in 2020, including the playoffs. And then don't forget how the Chiefs lost the playoff game, the AFC championship game, to the, to the Bengals. He threw a pick. So I, I get it. You're right. He'll never live up to the 50, the second year, and all that. But you can't act like he didn't play or he was uh, different. And here's the other thing, too. And you can talk about whatever regular season. I'm just talking about the regular season. If I would have told you after that year he won the uh, MVP and people thought, you know, you, you crowned him Jordan-esque and he's going to win all these MVPs and Super Bowls, that three years later he didn't have a MVP vote. I, I don't think – I'm not talking about winning every MVP, but not have an MVP vote over the last three years. I don't think you – I think you would have taken that bet that he would get some bets – I mean get some votes over the last three years. But last year, I think, Chris, just focusing in on last year, and he did rebound and play way better in the second half. I'm giving you that. But that stretch early on coming off the, you know, the, the interceptions in 2020, I think is why people downgraded him and the look of it. It's not always like if you dig into the numbers, but he didn't look the same to me, just an eye test. He was, he was sloppy with the ball. He did some things, you turnovers. You remember he also lost, Chris, more fumbles by being a little reckless with the football. You've even said it's too, too dipsy-doodle, too cute a couple times. Would you agree with that, or am I overstating what he you He definitely said? gets cute. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm not right, overstating right, what you've right, said. Okay. Right. 
So I think that's why people look at him, and I, I, and I agree with you. Justin Herbert is getting way too much love Man. for not making the playoffs. I, Fourth I, I, best I'm with in you. the league? He, Lamar? He, that, that's uh, based Joe on, Burrow? Right, right. That's based on that they like this kid a lot. They seem to, you know, seem what he's been able to do. But 15 picks is a lot of picks, Chris. Um, I don't care who you are. Am I right? Like the best quarterback. I mean, today's NFL. And, and I'm not going to look. And nobody, I, and I, I'm not, not saying you got to be James three Winston interceptions. Did a few years ago, like he, had he had thirty, 30. right? Yeah. Right. So, and, and 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 it's not and it's not fair to judge people against Aaron Rodgers who throws three or four every year. That's right. extraordinary. I mean, Brady had what twelve last right. year, something that's, like that. So three or four is extraordinary. Yeah, I'm not that's gonna not, kill a guy for having. That's Aaron Rodgers' claim to fame, right? That's his. Hey, thing. He doesn't turn the ball, turn the ball, over. ball over. right? So I'm not gonna kill Mahomes for you know the thirteen picks. Like I said, Brady had 12. Uh, Herbert had 15. Stafford had 17. Derek Carr, 14. Joe Burrow had 14. Josh Allen had 15. These guys had more. Allen had more picks and fewer touchdowns. One fewer. Fewer yards per game in total. Fewer yards per attempt. Like, that's my... Again, if you want to argue Brady because of his career... Rodgers because of what he's done in the regular season the last few years. That's one thing. But you putting these young boys ahead of Patrick Mahomes. And, Rob, you said it as you were critiquing Mahomes. You compared him to the first-year Mahomes, right? No, His first year as a starter. First starting, right. right. Yeah, you, I mean, the, he looked different. He, he was more careless. Compared to the Mahomes in, what, 2018 or whatever that year was. But not compared to Justin Herbert and Josh Allen. You know, so that that's my thing. And look, Rob, Tom Brady has won three MVPs. Tom Brady has only been first team all pro, I believe, three times. First team. So, you know, even though you may be the best quarterback, you're not always, you know, you got good quarterback. So you're going. They're going. It's going to be a little up and down at times, right? Tom Brady, Rob went a decade without winning a Super Bowl. No, I, I, I know, I'm well chronicled. But I'm just saying, after his start, Chris, people had really high expectations. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yep. And I think people, they're judging him by the, which is, hey, it's what it's what happens, right? Right. Because because he looks so good, you were like, he's unstoppable. Oh Everybody was saying, remember he, that, Rob? Oh, yeah. You notice on TV and radio. People were not only saying he's the best quarterback in the league, but he, you know, they were obviously you couldn't rank him ahead of Brady, but they were saying like eye test, right? Uh, talent, he's the best ever. Like they were, people were going that far. I've always said he has that potential. I've never said he's the best yet, but there were people saying that. I saw them. Yeah, uh, we always said that because we always bring up the um, Jaws. You remember Ron Jaworski? <laughs> Who right, said Colin right. Kaepernick is going to be the greatest I've seen Jaws on TV since then. I don't. But you remember Sorry, that, Chris. Jaws. No, I don't, Chris. You are so mean. No, I love Jaws. No, I, I love know. Get and Jaws on him. this show. We, yeah, get him on the show again. We'll, we'll yeah. rub it in. But no, I, I, you know, but that, that was, you remember that. After, after yep. Colin Kaepernick came out of the gate playing unstoppable football. You remember that. They got to the That's Super Bowl. That's a great point, Rob. Because let, Let's keep it real. 
Robert Griffin III yep. was going to revolutionize the game. Colin Kaepernick was going to be the best quarterback ever. Patrick Mahomes. Now, I, I'm on. I'm still on Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes was the greatest ever. Now yep. it's Josh Allen or Justin then Herbert. Like, Justin Herbert, right. You know, so, yeah, you, that's a great point. We, we tend to overreact in the media to quarterbacks. So we'll see. Which one gets it done this year? All right, it's the Odd Couple, 877-99 on Fox. You'll turn the way in. Am I tripping by saying it is ridiculous to have Patrick Mahomes rank below Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, especially Justin Herbert? You'll turn the way in. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is the AutoZone read that I'm about to do. They got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service with more than 5,600 locations nationally. AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions do apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone 877-99 on Fox. You're turned away in. Are you as insulted as I am that Patrick Mahomes is listed as the fifth best quarterback in football? It's absolute lunacy. You're turned away in. All right, Dennis in Akron. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dennis? Fellas, you're knocking out of the park again. Thank you. Rob, I'm wondering if I could ask a request. Yes. This is a TV thing on Thursday. How about Chico and the Man? Chico and the Man, we'll do that. Good call. I like that. Good uh, call, Dennis. Yes. Chris, I agree with you, my friend. Patrick Mahomes is not the fifth-best quarterback. He should be about number two. Rodgers should be one. The gentleman in Tampa Bay should be somewhere in the top five, but where you rank the rest is up to anybody else. But the top two should definitely be Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'm with you. I I, I mean, I, I think Mahomes, I even put him ahead of Rodgers just because of their playoff performances. Uh, Rodgers hasn't been... You know, great over the last decade. Um, and Mahomes has been much better in the playoffs. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think regular season, you'd say Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, however you want to order them. All right, let's uh, pick it up with uh, who's next? Uh, Marcus in Phoenix. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Marcus? What up, guys? Great show as usual. Thank, Thank you, you, buddy. Hey, I am 200% in agreement with Chris. Patrick Mahomes has a a track record. He's established a track record. Right. Four straight AFC championship games and two Super Bowls. Name me any one of those other guys on that list who's done that as far as those new guys. And I'll even go and say, okay, I mean, to me, I just think these guys, 
I'm old school. You gotta like establish yourself before anybody's crowning you elite or the best. Or these guys come out after one year and they're all of a sudden they're top five or top two or top. It's just to me that's that's my that's my beat. I, I don't I don't get that part. I don't. Understand. No, did, I, mean, did, I agree. Did Patrick, Mahomes, did Patrick Mahomes have a I mean, bad year to you last year? Patrick, is best Patrick Mahomes. I'm asking. Year? No, no, no. That's, not, had, what I, that's, he, not, that's my not what I asked. My answer is he has just, not yet had a bad year. No, he okay. did yes. not have a bad his, his, In comparison to what's considered a bad year, he had a great year last right. year. I don't think anybody thought you Patrick see his Mahomes numbers was were great better than Josh year. Allen's. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. But I don't think anybody thought he had a great year last year. I disagree with. But you. But a bad year? I'm just. I, he just said you, he had a great year. I, you I don't said agree a bad with that. year. I, I don't. I don't think when during the first eight games of most of the season he was bad. Okay, he, he had was. well a bad stretch. Yeah. They won twelve games. They got to the conference championship, and he threw thirty-seven interceptions. I mean, thirty-seven touchdowns. There you go. Like, that was a fortieth slip. There's no way that's a bad year. He, he's never had a bad year. Brandon in Dallas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, B? Hey, what's up, Rob? What's up, Chris? Hope y'all are having what's a up, great uh, kickoff night. Yes, sir. We're good. Hey, I got uh, real quick. Uh, I was able to catch some daytime TV yesterday, and CB. I gotta say, man, I'm digging the goatee. Man, it's working. My man, the full beard. The, the, yes. the beard. I, the beard. Yeah, the I graduated beard, yeah. it from the goatee. Rob is jealous. He, he just not... looked away like, um, here we go. Here we, <laughs> here we go. go with I that. Keep I'm hearing I'm, I'm with People you, keep coming up to me saying either. Chris looks like Sean Connery now. I'm tired of it. Sean Connery. <laughs> I can't grow a full beard either, man, but I'm not hating. <laughs> I got a but, beautiful um, but no, beard. I agree with the last matter. caller, man. He hit it right on the head. Um, you know, I called in at the latter part of last season, and y'all's conversation, y'all's question was, who do you have for MVP between Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers? And, you know, naturally uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, got it out in the, at the end. But, um, you know, I don't think – it just seems like they're not looking at how the season actually played out. Because going down the stretch, or in the middle of the season and down the stretch, you know, he was right there neck and neck, you know, with Aaron Rodgers statistically-wise, with the wins and everything like that. I don't think he was ever in the competition for MVP last year. I I disagree. He got off to such a bad start. I I, I don't think he was in that conversation. It was Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. All right, we got Max Stark, Super Bowl champion, twice over, joining us next, we think. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. Thank you, Steve. It's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Our next guest is a two-time Super Bowl champion, also now a Sirius XM NFL radio host and sideline analyst for the Pittsburgh Steelers, with whom he played most of his career, nine of his ten seasons. We are happy to welcome in Max Starks. Max, how are you? What's happening? I'm doing good, fellas. How are we doing tonight? We are great. Good to have you on. And let we, we're going to get to the Steelers. I know you want to talk them. Um, and if you're not watching it, Buffalo just marched down, nine plays, 75 yards, and scored. I'm with ease on the Rams. Uh, Josh Allen touchdown pass about 20 yards. Um, it was a piece of cake is seven. what it was. It was, simple. It was a piece I mean, of cake. my gosh, uh, to Gabe Davis. But anyway, Max, let's start here. You were an offensive lineman, a tackle. How 
do you think – I want to ask you about both teams. Dallas losing Tyron Smith, who's been the greatest tackle this decade, and Tampa Bay's problems with the injuries and the departures on their offensive lines. How big of a deal is that going to be to these two teams? Well, I think, I think they will be a major issue at some point just because, you know, teams are going to – you know both of those teams are going to rely on the run so much because you have to be able to have time for that offensive line to gel with the new pieces. I mean, moving over Smith to the left tackle position, a rookie from Tulsa is a challenge in and of itself. Um, especially when you had him slated to play guard, you take the injury, you bump him out. And I know you added Jason Peters to the practice squad at 40 years old, and you hope that's going to be a stopgap. But at the same time, it's still a Band-Aid on a bigger issue. Like, you've got to develop – um, you know, the talent, and you also have to stay healthy. And I think for Tampa Bay, you know, the issue is, you know, you had Ali Marpet uh, retire unexpectedly before the age of 30. You lose Alex Kappa to free agency. And although I feel good about the tackles, like you said, move, moving and, and fixing guys on the interior, and then, of course, you, you know, Ryan Jensen there at the center position, you've got two guys playing on that interior in a place that, as we know, for Tom Brady's success – is paramount. He must be able to step up in the pocket. You must be solid up front. And so it is going to be a challenge. You're going to have to rely on the run, but you also have to worry about teams dropping eight in the box and you being able to get the ball out efficiently and those guys taking advantage of it. So I think it is going to be an issue, especially early on until these guys can settle down. And speaking of Tom Brady, you think he might decide that maybe he should have stayed retired, especially if they can't protect him. No, absolutely. I mean, hey, it'll be interesting to see what happens week eight if he gets a call from Giselle or not. Yes, <laughs> we already know who's wearing the pants and the shoulder pads in that family, all right? <laughs> all right, uh, yes, no doubt about it. Uh, we just talked about the quarterback ranking in NFL.com. I know we didn't uh, ask you ahead of time, if you can. We're just curious off the top of your head, if you were to name the top five quarterbacks coming into this season, who would they be? Well, I, I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes is one of those at the top of that list. I think Josh Allen is another one up there. Aaron Rodgers, I believe Tom Brady's probably somewhere in that top five. And then after that, I mean, that, that five spot's an interesting one because I think you can go a lot of different directions. You can, you can go with Justin Herbert just because he's the young gun. You can go with Joe Burrow because he's the one that took his team to a Super Bowl in his second year. Um, or, you can, or you can maybe go a dark horse. Maybe you say Derek Carr just because of what he did last year and finally getting a contract with the Raiders. Um, but I think those are your top four safely. And if I had to pick a fifth, I, I, I'll go Herbert just because of the hype's there. And, and, and they've, they've committed a lot of resources to making sure that offense is effective for the Chargers this year. See, that was I the top get... five, Chris, wasn't it? That was he, he picked all the quarterbacks in the top yep. five. Not in the yep. exact order, but right. uh, that's what they had in NFL.com. So you, you, you nailed it. You, you had Derek Carr higher than most. Right. Uh, <laughs> to be in consideration. But outside of that, you got that five. Let's get to the Steelers. Obviously, a big quarterback battle, if you will, uh, took place in the preseason. Mitch Trubisky wins out. I've heard people say, you know, that Trubisky, Chicago wasn't a good situation. Matt Nagy didn't really believe in him. Um, and they think he'll come to Pittsburgh. He's more he's mobile. Um, he's athletic. And he certainly, at this point, throws it better than Ben did last year. Uh, and they think he could have a big year. We know the Steelers will be pretty solid elsewhere. Do you? Th how big of a possibility do you think it is that Trubisky 
has a really good year, kind of a bounce back year, and Pittsburgh is actually a factor in the AFC North? I, I think there's a realistic possibility. I, you know, I spent training camp with the Steelers, and I was the one waiting to see, right, because you know, it's been 18 years since somebody not named Ben Roethlisberger has been the lead quarterback for, for the Steelers organization. But there was a lot of things that I liked. I mean, like you said, the hypermobility that he does possess, the ability to be on the move and throw accurately on the run are very attractive traits, especially when you consider Matt Cannon's offense is all about movement. It's all about the lateral movement in the passing game, also with some of the run game aspects, whether it's jet sweeps or some of the high plays that they run, they want a lot of lateral movement and motion. And so you have to have a quarterback that can do those things. And I thought Kenny Pickett, you know, did a good job as well. Mason Rudolph's more of your traditional pocket passer, and he kind of did some stuff on the run. But what I really liked was the fact that you had um, Mitch Trubisky being able to throw rolling to his left. And he was pretty good at rolling to his left as well as the right. So I think having that versatility is going to be a bonus. And we're really going to get to see what Matt Canada's offense is um, under a quarterback that, that they want. And Mike Tomlin has talked about the last couple of years, how he wants mobility in his quarterback. Because you need to have guys who can be on the move. Not necessarily a dual threat guy, but a guy who has movement in his, in his, in his body and can, and can do those things with ease and not be a chore or a laboring action. So I think it can be good, and I think the right man won that contest um, because Mitch came in, he had confidence, he was cool, calm, and collected, and he earned the respect of the team. That's why they also made him a captain as well. Speaking of captain, let's go there. Trey, Trey <laughs> Lance uh, wasn't named captain, and uh, well, Chris and I, we don't believe like it's the end of the world, but it does say something. This is his second year. They turned the team over to him from a quarterback who got him to the Super Bowl and got him to another uh, NFC Championship game, but yet his teammates didn't uh, vote him captain. What does that say? Does that say something that maybe they haven't seen him in that leadership role or believe in him all the way, or is that just uh, you know just the luck of the draw? I think that's just a young. I think that's a team telling the young guy, prove it. <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. go out and show me what it is. Because, like you said, you ha- I haven't seen enough. And I'm sure his teammates feel like, I haven't seen enough from you to know if you can be that leader or not. But we're going to give you this year. We're going to see. And maybe next year you get that position. I think a lot of young quarterbacks struggle with that, um, becoming a captain right out the gate, especially if you're the starter. But, you know, it's not one of those things. If you're married and your resume hasn't done that, I think you have to see how a man reacts in the fire to know if that guy is a leader and worthy of that captain position or if he's, or if he's just another guy. And that's okay, too. Right, Some guys are managers, but some guys are leaders. So I think they want to see what Trey Lance has to offer when given the opportunity this season. If you were a veteran in that locker room in San Francisco, played in the the two NFC title games in the last three years, how much would you be, at least in the back of your mind or maybe the side or even the front of your mind, would you be thinking about Jimmy G getting in there? Because you know – He's, we know he's not a pro bowler and all that, but he is a guy that can lead you deep uh, all the way to the championship game. How much would that be on your mind? Like, hey, man, if this dude doesn't get it done, let's not be afraid to go to Jimmy G. Well, I, I think that's a great insurance policy if you're San Francisco. I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are thinking they're lucky stars that nobody really wanted uh, Jimmy coming off of that injury, and they were able to, and he agreed to the restructure. I think that was all playing in their favor 
Because like you said, if things don't go right, I mean, if you do have to have to make a switch at any point during the season, you feel comfortable with a guy, like you said, who's led his team to NFC title games. The guy knows how to win, and he knows how to play this game, and he knows how to play within the construct of Shanahan's offense. So it, it's something that I'm sure Trey Lance probably is looking over his shoulder, but you say salary differences says that, hey, he's, he's here to be a backup. He's agreed to be a backup. He hasn't spent any time with the team uh, either – because of the organization not wanting him there because of that <laughs> fact. But, you know, you have to think once he starts throwing passes in practice with the second team in the look squad, people are going to naturally think it. So if, for Trey Lance, you just got to go out and do your job and make sure that you execute everything you're supposed to, or else then you do feel it. You know, Coach Tom, I always like to say there's two kinds of pressure, those who feel it and those who apply it. Hmm. There it is. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's end there with the Steelers. You mentioned Mike Tomlin. Have you seen enough? You said you were with the team uh, during training camp. Have you seen enough to say, and and more importantly, do you think the Steelers have seen enough to say that Kenny Pickett is their quarterback of the future? Uh, I think I've seen enough to know that we're going down that road. I think he, I think he did really well in the preseason, given the situational football moments that he had, whether it was end of half, end of game, running the two-minute drill and looking very surgical in the process. I think there's still some in-game operation things that he can learn. And I, and I agree with the Steelers making him the second-string quarterback to where he gets a feel for the game. He's one step away from the game so that he can have that experience and kind of build up the knowledge, also be on the sidelines to be the eyes and ears for Mitch Trubisky in those situations. So I think it's a growing process. But like I said, I, I don't think he's going to be the quarterback of this year unless something just tremendously goes sideways. And I think Mitch feels that comfort level. You wouldn't make him a captain if you didn't feel like this guy could lead us all 17 games. But I think for Kenny, he is the future option. And I think next year will be the year that he finally takes over and you see a gigantic leap for him. I thought he took a big leap from uh, from training camp to, I'm sorry, not from training camp, from OTAs to training camp. And now in season, I'm sure he'll get a little bit of throwaway time more often than not during games. But I think next year is where we see the big shift where he becomes that starter and the building of what a fr- franchise quarterback can be. All right, that's Max Starks, two-time Max, Super Bowl you. champion, Sirius XM NFL radio host, Steelers, sideline analyst. Good stuff. We, hey, we even forgive you for standing us up the other night. You were that's so That's right. You know? <laughs> listen, listen, I answered a bunch of calls. I thought it was a spam call because I didn't recognize the number. <laughs> and then I heard it after the fact. So I apologize. You guys are safe from now on in my phone. So we All you right, call, good, man. You, you did a good job. We definitely <laughs> and will I, get And you I want back you to on. know I'm betting against the Steelers all year with Mitch in, in the saddle. I'm just telling you. That's okay, but I hope you don't week three against Cleveland. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're right about that one. Yes, you're right. All right, Max. All right, Thanks, care, man. Guys. Yep. Would the Lakers dare to bring Russell Westbrook off the bench? We'll get into that next. Ah, couple. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob from the TireRack.com studios. Is this that girl? Yes, sir. I used to actually watch that, not religiously, but it was a nice show. It was. Right, Marlo Rob? Thomas. Marlo yeah. Thomas, yeah. She was cute. It was a nice show. I don't remember this being a song, though. I mean, I, I 
But that yeah, I remember girl. the show very, very much. Yeah, yeah, it was on reruns, Chris, when we were growing up. We didn't see it originally. Okay, so it wasn't. It was what yeah. the '60s or something. Yeah, 50s, I think it was 60s. in the like the late '60s. I I'd have to look it up, but I think you we know, watched the reruns. When we play these, I, I just <laughs> I always think like, what were we watching? What was? Why was I watching that girl? Because or Chris, Hazel. There not- because there was Dennis nothing the, on. I mean, I get, right, there was nothing acres, on. Was, Hello. You had three channels. And Hi. in the afternoon when your mom left you at home. You watched watch soap you operas. To, right? well, there was nothing on. I'm right. just saying. There was nothing on, Chris. And we watched all Leave those shows. Like you said, just why are you watching Hazel? Hazel. Right. Like, how does <laughs> that appeal to you? Right. <laughs> it's true, though. My goodness. All right. Anyway. Rob, as Rob G, get on. So explain this situation. So was there a poll taken uh, about Russell Westbrook? No. What happened was Rick Buecher, friend of the show, Fox Sports NBA yep. analyst, he uh, writes a column for FoxSports.com, and he spoke to a number of anonymous executives and scouts about the Lakers. Obviously, they haven't been able to make a trade for Russell Westbrook. And the consensus seems to be that if Russ is going to be on the team, and they want to have any chance of being successful, Darvin Ham's got to bring him off the bench. Wow. Um, well, here's how I see it, Rob. I don't think you can start the season that way. I think it'll be too damaging to Russ. And you'll lose him. You know, you probably would have to release him or something if, if you went, you know, if you started the season with him on the bench. I just don't think. I, I agree. Would be it would, happy, be, it right? would be sticker shock to him, Chris. Right, and right. He would be. In a funk, and this will be like his nightmare continued. Yep. He came back home. He was disrespected. Uh, you know, people are saying he's a bum, basically, and now right. I'm not a starter anymore. I'm I, I'm with you. I, I think it would be too much for him to take. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I think they need to do is start the season with him as a starter whatever their plan of attack for how they're going to play is and all that, but have him be a starter. And then if it's not going well, you know, Darvin Ham at some point would have to make that move. Uh, I would have Pat Bev come off the bench, probably unless you're going to try to start them together, but probably have Pat Bev off the bench. And I, I don't know. If it doesn't start well, maybe Russell see the handwriting and say, and if you can sell him one, look, Russ, the second team could be yours, man. You could come in, be yourself, but handle you the know, ball, create. You know, that, you know that it's just tough, guys though. don't guys don't guys don't want to do that. We talked no. about it about AI in Detroit. AI one of the best ever, and he just couldn't handle it. He could not do it and wanted no part of it. You were there it. in Detroit. You saw right. it up close. And and remember, it tore apart Rip Hamilton. Who was like, then they asked Rip to go to the bench. Right. Rip's like, I want a championship here. And <laughs> right, I'm, right. I'm being pushed aside for a guy who never won anything. I'm not yep. doing it. And it, it was ugly. It right. was ugly for right. both of them. Yep. Yeah. And and look, I, I'm not mad at an AI or a Russ. And I look, it'll cost you the rest of your career. And, and they've had full careers. If Russell Westbrook retired, Rob, a few months from now, He's, we all know, top 75, first ballot hall. Like, his legacy is set. But if you adapt, you could – Allen Iverson, Rob, could have probably played 
four more years. Easily. He could have been off a the bench, Jamal Crawford, play 17 a, a Lou minutes, Williams. Chris. Yep. Off light the bench. it up. Come up, come up. Yep. You got you got a green light. You're running the second unit. You you run the offense. You, yep. you do what you we see fit. Whatever you want to do. Yep, absolutely. Melo didn't want to accept it. Now, I, the difference is, I think AI could have been that score off the bench. Melo obviously had an attitude adjustment and became, you know, a nice shooter. I mean, off the bench, right? He he, he actually plays has played well, okay. In after his he was out of the league stint. for a couple of years, right? You know, right. He came, but the thing about Russ, Rob, I I really question. And this is not a night. You know, you know, I've spoken very highly and feel very highly about Russ's career, but I don't know that he has the skills to do an, a Carmelo Anthony type of just. He doesn't shoot that well. I mean, he's thirty, what three, about to be thirty four. He's going to, he's. I, I don't know how in the world he's going to become a great defender at 32, 33, 14, 15 years into his career. It's not uh, happening. Know, it's just not his game. Chris, it's not happening. That that's no. what. It's not happening. So, yeah, I mean, the only if he were to get cut, Rob, I see one fit, Washington. And if I'm Washington, I do. What you got going on, Washington? You should be begging Russ to come back. My goodness. All right, a couple an hour left. Lock it. Ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.